Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalib Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Man, it's always fun to hear from our family of partners. They're all heavily involved in the show. I mean, UBO, UBEO.com, UBO Business Services. Sean Hunt basically is my top research guy. You know, when I he's always kind of helping me out, giving me great stories, always out there listening. I don't know how the man is so efficient at what he does. He's incredibly efficient while listening to the Mosley Show. I don't think most people are able to balance those kinds of things. Aaron, we also have Central National Bank. They've been hard at work today. They're putting together, as we speak, um, so working in our graphics on some of our beautiful graphics that we'll have later in the day for our Giants reporter. That's right. We'll talk a lot of Cowboys today, but we'll also take a look at the New York Giants headed to the Philadelphia Eagles. Aaron, do you, as a football fan, longtime football fan, do you like the divisional round or the occasional conference championship round that pits two divisional foes, or do you find that just a little weird? Kind of like, "Eh, do I really want to see them? I mean, the, the truth of the matter is, as ardent Cowboys followers, Let's not act like we were completely dialed in to both of the Philadelphia Giants games this year. Like if you said, Mosley, tell me the scores of those games. Well, I'd have to look it up. I can't tell you off the top of my head, but it does seem kind of strange to then have them match up for a third time. It's kind of more understandable if you see if you, if it happens in an NFC title game because they've both gone through some different things to get there. To see each other again, I mean, even that Seahawks game last weekend, you know, that was weird. That was a little little odd to turn around and have to do that all over again. Aaron, how are you? Do you enjoy the the divisional matchup in the playoffs, or do you prefer uh, something else? No, I like it. I mean, it doesn't. Okay. It, well, it doesn't take anything away, and right. actually, I like. I especially like it when one team has beaten the other team twice, just because of all the talk about how hard it is to beat a team three times in the same season, which it is. But I, I, I love playoff football, so the bigger the rivalry, the better the game for me. One of those games, Aaron, back in I don't know, circa two thousand. Two or 2003, young reporter, the morning news was going to, or maybe it was 2001, the Eagles were going to play the Falcons, I think it was. It would be, I guess it would have been the Michael Vick Falcons, and it might have been an NFC title game. Whatever was going on, and it might have been, it might have been a divisional matchup. I was getting on a plane as a young writer 
to go cover that. And it was going to be my first. Of course, I covered Cowboys games. But to, to go cover, that was back when the NF, the uh, Dallas Morning News covered, had somebody at every playoff game, especially NFC. You know, some of the teams that the Cowboys were used to facing. And Aaron, I was so excited. Oh, man, going to hit the road, go cover a playoff game for the big, bad Dallas Morning News. We were the considered the greatest paper in the country at that time, Sports Day. The best, I say the best paper. The best sports page. We thought we were thought to have the best sports page. And there I am, Aaron, DFW, sitting there, the young Mosley. My gosh, not that long out of Baylor. And I'm waiting, and weather delay after weather delay. And the weather was so bad, couldn't get out. Couldn't get out of town. So my first ever chance to cover one of those uh, – Oh, I don't know. I, I can't remember if it was a divisional game or an NFC title game, but I did not. I was left back home in Dallas, very disappointed, uh, and uh, had to had to kind of turn around and bring it on home. But man, these are these are fun games, fun matchups, and we'll be talking about them. The Giants and Eagles get it on at seven fifteen. That would be tomorrow night. That's a Saturday night matchup. And, of course, the Cowboys get it going at 5.30 on Sunday. They'll be in San Francisco. And, of course, that's that would be considered the primo. Any, honestly, anything involving the Cowboys is um, – Aaron, isn't that really – isn't that funny that the Cowboys to this – I mean, even with their lack of playoff winning over the years – it, like all the networks are just fighting over who gets that game, you know, or who which who gets assigned that. And of course, we get to this point in the uh, deal, and you get kind of you start to narrow it down which networks have these games, but you still have that night game, you still have that Saturday evening game. Aaron, other than Cowboys Forty ers which of these matchups has your attention the most? Oh, Bills Bengals. That should be a, a great, great game. And I, uh, well, I was going to say I'm not, not to brag, but I am bragging. I was, I picked all six games correctly last weekend. I have no idea about the Bills Bengals game, so I'm not even going to try to pick a winner. I'm just going to watch the game and enjoy it because it should be great. Now, Aaron, I mean, I did you put any money down on that? I mean, you could have won quite a bit of money. I guess you didn't have time to go to Vegas, <laughs> and there probably aren't bookies around, you know, taking those kind of bets. Right. But the, did you did you say this anywhere? I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna be like that good at the, picking games, you need to say that on the air on the Matt Mosley show. Is this or is it? Have you put this out anywhere where we can prove this? I have the parlay slips to prove it. <laughs> Ooh. Now it's not well it is yeah. okay it's a it's weird it's I'm not going to say the app but it's basically uh, since you since sports betting hasn't been legalized in Texas they offer it free and you could do certain things to get coins and those coins mm. are eligible to be redeemed for gift cards it's a it's a lot but it allows you to you know bet on games without really betting on games since it's not legal here yet Oh buddy let me let let me tell you, if you hit that, 
I mean, what about these offshore deals? You ought to be. You ought to be. There's <laughs> oh, you plenty can't. of I stuff could. out there. Yeah, I yeah. could. I just I choose not to. I, I think hopefully it'll happen this year. There's been a lot of talk about them finally legalizing it. Uh, I remember those things when they first came in. It was still fairly early in the days of the Internet. And, Aaron, uh, I don't want to confirm. I can neither de- confirm nor deny that I might have gotten involved in trying to do some of that. And, and the problem was you couldn't get – that's why they do so well. You just – you have a hard time getting – back then especially. You know, now with Zelle and, you know, Venmo and all, you can get money really quickly. Back then, it just took forever. Even if you had a big weekend or something, it's like, all right, we think we can get your money. If you want to take your money out, we think we can get it to you like next week sometime. Well, by then, Aaron, you're like loading up for the weekend. You're like, whoa, man, I'm doing well. I'm going to let this thing ride a little bit. And that's what, of course, they were counting on back in the day. Now, Aaron, that's that. so you probably will be excited about this new Mavs arena which will include a casino and i would imagine there'll be a sports book right in the middle of it a casino that's what uh, that's what mark cuban wants to do with this next next mavericks arena i'm trying to remember aaron when i brought that up and 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 we had that story did you get were you excited about seeing mavs games in a casino oh absolutely i probably went on one of my many rants about how the state of Texas is just giving away money to the states of Oklahoma mm-hmm. and Louisiana because I, you know, I'm an avid poker player. And every time I go to one of the casinos in Oklahoma to play in a poker tournament, because I have to to play in the bigger ones because there's no casinos in Texas, the parking lot is just full of Texas plates. And I yeah. mean, all I can think is all that tax money going out of the state instead of staying in the state and it just it really does drive me crazy but so hopefully uh mark cuban will get his wish that would be great to have one in in dfw area well i it, um, that is what he's trying to do now we've got so much good stuff lined up for you today pat nunley former baylor great will join us at five o'clock and then uh jordan run on who covers the Giants for NF, the ESPN's NFL Nation. And that's a group I used to be a part of for many years. Uh, Jordan Ronan will, uh, will join us at five, about 525, this afternoon. So you'll want to be ready for that. There is uh, there's NFL news. It's been breaking, continuing to break uh, all day. And, uh, oh, gosh, Aaron, let's see. We may have just landed another guest accidentally. Listen to this. I, I uh, This is so funny. I, I made this request at 1030 this morning. And Aaron, here at 411, I said, I, I asked the uh, legend, the uh, NFL Hall of Fame or Pro Football Hall of Fame writer, Rick Goose Goslin to come on with us. Just thought, because he, he came out with his special teams rankings. I thought, that'll be good. That'll be good. We'll try to get Goose on. Never heard from the man. And so I just, you know, moved on and did some other things. We've got everything lined up. Aaron's worked hard. Got some great audio for you at 420. Aaron, here at 411, I get a, I just got a text that says, sure, sure, I can do that. All right, Aaron, so at 420, we will have, uh, we will have 
the uh, Rick Goose Goslin, the famed writer from the Dallas Morning News. Are you good with that, sir? Absolutely. Big fan. All right. Probably well, the best NFL draft writer in the country. There you go. There you go. Did it for a lot of years yep. on the uh, on the NFL draft. And, and you're right. Uh, other teams from around the league would uh, would kind of reach out to him in that way. So that'll be good. We'll do that at uh, at four. Boy, coming up here in just a few minutes, we'll do that at four twenty today. Rick Goose Goslin. Trying to see uh, what what Rick has put up here recently. All right, I'm just letting him know it'll be a two five four number. But uh, he, but today, Aaron. The reason I thought of him, his sort of famous special teams rankings came out, and boy, there's a lot that goes into that. But all these special teams coaches and everybody, they all gather around and they get real excited. And he is his formula is used basically by every team in the league. They wait on him to put this thing out every year. And so today he released his. Uh, his special teams rankings. Cowboys finished 12th. Aaron, guess who had like the best special teams unit in all of football? Did you happen to see this? I did not. The best, according to the Goose Goslin um, special teams rankings that he has released today, the Houston Texans had the best special teams in the NFL. <laughs> Go figure. Go figure on that one. And then, Aaron, if you look, like the the, the last place teams were like the, I want to say like maybe the, the Bills and the Chiefs. It's like some really good teams had bad special teams in terms of the way he measures it, which is, you know, opponents starting field position. The uh, amount of uh, punts that land in the 20, you know, all those kind of different things that go into it. And uh, I, it was kind of fascinating to see that, that this year at least the greatest, some of the best teams in the NFL had the worst special teams. I mean, I've seen it happen. I mean, it does happen from time to time. It's just strange when it does. Like the number 31 and 32 special teams ranked teams. So, Aaron, at four. 20 we'll uh we'll check in with the great goose goslin the legend himself and a guy i used to share an office with like literally not just we had a big office we had a little we had a little office with two desks and and uh and it was uh it was a it was a fun moment to be in there with a legend that is rick goose goslin all right at the from the dallas morning news of course all right we will have goose on with us rick goslin and we'll do that next. Recently on Game Time. So excited to have this gentleman on with us for the Round Rock Express, Mr. Mike Caps. Well, you've known me a long time. And, and, <laughs> and you know that I, I prescribe myself to the theory that Rogers Hornsby had by somebody asking the, the late Hall of Famer. I said, what are you doing in the offseason? He said, I sit at the window <laughs> and I watch seasons change. And I wish to hell baseball would get here quicker. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. 
We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Good Feet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Ortho. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated and offers honest and fair pricing? Haddock's Heating and Air specializes in residential installation, service, and new construction for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star ratings and Google reviews. Haddock's Heating and Air, 254-301-5373 and on Facebook. Member Better Business Bureau, like since TACLB 10627-1E. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, Join me, and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor adds another quarterback to the room in the transfer of NAU QB RJ Martinez. Martinez, a dual threat quarterback, started seven games for the Lumberjacks as a true freshman and was named Big Sky Freshman of the Year. Baylor tight end Ben Sims has been added to the NFL Players Association All Star game set for January 28th at the Rose Bowl. NFL divisional round starts tomorrow with the Jacksonville Jaguars at Kansas City and the New York Football Giants at the Eagles. On Sunday, Cincinnati at Buffalo and ending with the Cowboys at San Francisco. 49ers are three and a half point favorites over the Cowboys. Kickoff at 5.30 and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor Bears continue their road trip at Norman tomorrow versus the Sooners. Three o'clock tip and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And when I have a chance to talk to this guy, I just change the whole schedule. Uh, Rick Goose Goslin, Rick, this it's uh, it's unlike me to be checking my phone, but boy, I saw you uh, responded to me, and I said, "Hey, let's get uh, let's get the great Goose Goslin on." How are you today, sir? Spectacular, man. How about you? Well, I'm doing fine, and uh, I always kind of I get excited, and uh, when the uh, the Rick Goslin's 2022 the NFL Special Teams rankings come out, and uh, that's that's always a uh, that, that's always an interesting time, and and uh, I, I I just like I, everybody kind of likes to look back and see how folks finish on all these things, uh, Goose. It, it, 22 different categories that you put into this. How long, how, how many years have you been doing this now? My 42nd poll that I've done this. I've got the, I got the formula from Frank Hans back in the early 80s when I was covering the Kansas City Chiefs. And, of course, Frank was a legendary special teams coach. Back then, there were only 12 coaches, 12 special teams coached in the league in 2018, 20, 26 teams. And he devised a formula to figure out where the Chiefs ranked every year and Gave that formula to me. I've added 10 categories over the years, and here we go. 42 years and counting. Wow. It, it, 22 kicking game categories. And uh, this is kind of like, um, well, I, I bet they kind of wait. Do you ever hear uh, from special teams coaches, uh, Goose, seeing if they can get an early peak before you uh, get ready to release it? Are they <laughs> how, how excited are they to, to kind of find out? I bet it's the ones that know they're going to do pretty well are the ones that are kind of reaching out to you. No, not really. I got uh, usually a day after a team's uh, a, a, a team season end, I'll get an email from the special teams coach saying one, one of the rankings coming out. Uh huh. They're they're a little more credible than you think. There there are there were coaches over the years that have gotten bonuses based on where they finished in my special teams rankings. So they're 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 highly regarded. I like that. I like that the 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 Gosselin bonus. The uh, put the incentives in there. Now this one was fascinating to me. The Houston Texans. Now they fire a coach every year, it seems. Uh, so we don't really think they're going to finish well in in too much of anything. Yet they were right at the top. I mean, finish first in in your rankings, and that one that one really grabbed my attention. Um, how much of a quirk? Or, or how much, you know, how unlikely is that 
for a team that finishes that poorly to do that well in special teams? And does that sure. does it happen every you know every once in a while? Not very often. I've never seen where the, one of the worst teams in the league had the best special teams. I mean, this team ranked what, thirty, I think thirtieth in offense, thirty first in defense, and first in special teams. <laughs> If they, if they didn't have special teams, they might have, they might have gone winless. <laughs> Talking to Rick Goslin on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, about these rankings. And and uh, I, I like kind of what you, you taught. The special teams coach told you they, they took it on themselves. And even though they were doing poorly as a team, it's kind of like the specialists were almost a team within a team and took great pride in it all season. I, I thought that was really interesting when you talked to some of those folks, the way they approached it and just said, hey, you know, we, we, got, we have to do our job, and, and let's take a lot of pride in it. And that's, that's exactly what it seemed like the Texans did, at least with their, their kicking day, game and their special teams unit. Yeah, I talked to Frank Ross, the special teams coach, yesterday, and he said exactly, they, uh, do your job. Whatever your job is, do your job. If it's kicking field goal, if it's covering punts, if it's covering kickoffs, if it's blocking on, on extra point kicks, just do your job. And he, he got that mindset onto this team. Forget what's going on in offensive defense. When you go on the field in fourth down or for a kickoff, just do your job. And they did it as well as anybody this year. Yeah, and then and what really grabbed my attention, too, was the uh... – uh, the fact that the top two seeds in the playoffs ended up finishing in the bottom two of the rankings. Eagles finished 31st, and the Chiefs dead last with 461 total points in your 22 categories. Um, it, it, what, did, what did that say to you? And that, that is really uh, a, an interesting on the other end of this thing. Yeah, that's, that's the first time I've seen that, too. Well, here, here's another one. Tampa finished 30th. Cincinnati finished 26th. What this tells me is teams are putting more and more on the franchise quarterback. Mahomes, Jalen uh. Hurts, Tom Brady, Joe Burrow. They're putting more and more of a burden on the quarterback to win. If they're cutting, they're cutting corners. If they're, if they're keeping seven wide receivers as opposed to an extra linebacker to cover kicks, they're, they're putting winning on the plate of a quarterback. You notice Houston finishes, they didn't have that. Houston finished first. Seattle, with no quarterback, finished second. Baltimore, with the injuries, finished third. Carolina finished fourth, again, with, without any quarterback stability. So I think that's what we're seeing. The trend is, and I'll take it back even further, uh, in, in the history of these rankings, the, year, the only teams that really ranked in the 20s in special teams for instance, the Rams finished uh, 16th last year. Kansas City finished 6th. New England 6th. Denver 7th when they were winning it. The teams, the highest ranking teams in special teams, Green Bay in 2010 finished 29th, as did New Orleans in, in 2009. Franchise quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, they were there to bail you out. In 2006 when the Colts won, they finished 26th in special teams. Again, Peyton Manning's there to bail you out. Tampa Bay, in 2020, finished 22nd, Tom Brady. The quarterback, the more and more focus is going on the quarterback. And if you're going to cut mm-hmm. corners, don't cut it at the quarterback position. And that's what this told me. That the way, Especially this year, all the core, all the great quarterbacks were, were down lower because teams 
expect the quarterback to bail them out no matter how bad their special teams are or their defense for that matter. That's fascinating. Uh, I like these big disparities in some of these rankings. The inside the 20 punts, Carolina does the best there with 39. Now, it probably means they're punting more than some other teams, but still, they they took advantage of their opportunities and were putting people back deep. The Detroit Lions with the worst, 14 all season. Now, again, we might look and find that Dan Campbell – Went for it more than anybody else. Maybe they were punting fewer times than everybody else. But that's still a huge disparity between 39 punts inside the 20. And, and, uh, and, and I mean, that's, that's, that really stood out to me. Yeah, Detroit also had one of the best offenses in football. They were scoring a lot of points. They were moving the ball. And, and they, were, they were punting in from in closer. So, you know, if you're kicking the ball 40, 42 yards for a touchback. I think usually the teams with more touchbacks, the team, the offenses are a little, a little less. You pick them, kick them farther out, and I think that was the case with Detroit. The offense was so good; they're always kicking from midfield, and when that happens, a lot of balls are bounced in the end zone. Rick Goose Gosselin joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Goose was a beat writer for the Cowboys, one of the great NFL writers we've ever seen. He's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame and a great draft guy over the years. But, boy, you covered plenty of these 49ers-Cowboys games, and it's kind of like the whole thing has been renewed in these last couple of seasons. Of of those that you attended personally, which is the – which is that uh, the the matchup between the Cowboys and Niners that stands out to, the most to you in your mind? Uh, the '92 game, when uh, when they went to San Francisco, won that NFC title game. The, the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys were expecting to compete for Super Bowls in 1993. I think it caught them by surprise that they beat San Francisco on the road. I think that was supposed to be another step toward being a Super Bowl champion, playing on the road at San Francisco, but they won that game. And they won it because Jimmy told Norv to go for it. And they threw that pass to uh, Alvin Harper when everybody thought they were going to you know, run, run the clock and, and run the ball. And that was, that was, that was Jimmy Johnson, quite frankly. But that's uh, of all the Niner games, that's the one, one most memorable to me. Second one would probably be the parallel ones, Dallas, and, uh, midfield star uh, prancing where, where they came up and whacked them. The 92 game is one that stands out above all else. Okay, so it was 93 season when Jimmy had his famous How About Them Cowboys? Is that, is that, that's, that's, uh, the, yeah, the, the after, uh, but, but, but they were going to win that game. They were at home. They were the better team. San Francisco, I thought, was a better team in 1992. That was a huge upset. In 93, uh, they were going to, they were at home. They were going to win that game. That, that's why Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy knew. Jimmy knew. Jimmy, Jimmy wouldn't have said that in 92, but he would say it in 93. Did you see anything from Dak in that last game against Tampa and, and, and see anything from that Cowboys defense that made you think differently heading into this divisional matchup? I mean, they had played so horribly against the Commanders, and I think a lot of people, boy, didn't have a lot of confidence going into that game. At least fans and even media did not have much confidence in the Cowboys, and yet they played so well. Do you kind of feel differently now based on how they played against Tampa, and, and what kind of chance do you give them going in? And Because and, obviously they're going against a, an inexperienced rookie 
quarterback that should be in the Cowboys' favor. Yeah, it was encouraging the deck was again Dak Prescott that he looked poised and confident and he threw the ball well what puzzled me is that to beat the Cowboys you got to run the football Tampa ran the ball 12 times and threw it 66 times you're not going to beat the Cowboys with the football in the air and that's where it's going to change this week San Francisco is going to run the ball this is one of the best run defense, run, run offenses in football. They're top five. Dallas has difficulty stopping to run. You look at the, the, the five games the Cowboys lost. In four of them, the teams ran more than they threw. Aaron Rodgers threw only 20 passes. And that went over the Cowboys. They rushed 207 yards. Jacksonville rushed 192 yards. Tampa, 152 in that opener. Washington, 151. Philadelphia, 136. The teams that run the ball have success against the Cowboys. The Cowboys feast on turnovers. The Niners don't turn the ball over. Third fewest in the NFL with only 17. They don't give you the ball. And the Cowboys need takeaways. They're going to have to force some fumbles because San Francisco is going to run the football. If they can't stop the run, the playoff run is going to end here for the Cowboys. Well, it's going to be – it'll be fun. Do you find yourself this time of year, do you uh, – are you – do you still kind of uh, put some think about the the mock draft? I mean, you, that's what you were known for, one of the great uh, mock drafters. And then obviously, your top one hundred was always something everybody wanted to get their hands on. Do you do you still kind of watch the college game with the with the eye for the for the draft? No, it's it's been a while. I, last time I worked the draft was twenty eleven. You know, I, I I still miss it to some extent. Yeah. But all the guys that I all my sources, all the guys and all from all the clubs, you know, are, a lot of them have moved on, you know, retired and such. So it would it wouldn't have been the same, you know. It wasn't wouldn't be like I'd just pick up and do it again tomorrow because a lot of my my best uh, resources, you know, have have left the game. But yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun trying to piece together the draft, and I had a lot of help. I was the only guy talking to all 32 teams, and the insight these people were giving me. You know, I got my my. Um, my website, rickgosen.com, I've got a bunch of draft reviews where I took a look back at what scouts were saying and telling us I was saying about players before they were drafted. I got Peyton Manning on there, J.J. Watt, Tom Brady, uh, DeMarcus Ware, Jason Witten. I, I, I'm going through uh, Drew Brees. And a lot of the stuff, you know, there are negatives on everybody. Yeah, and, You know, there's a lot of draft hindsighters and I say, well, you know, we would have taken Peyton Manning. Nah, that's not the case. Peyton Manning or Ryan Leaf, that was a split that was a split league as to who was going to be the better quarterback. But yeah, I miss I, I miss the insight talking to the GMs and the head coaches and the scouts and the assistant coaches around the league and building a draft board and building a mock draft. It was a lot of fun. But again, that's you know life goes on. And I moved on. You know, uh Goose Brock Purdy has a chance, doesn't he, to become perhaps the best Mr. Irrelevant ever, uh, the last pick in the draft. I'm trying to think in my mind uh, another one that, that hung around. They used to – I don't know if they still do that. The Mr. Irrelevant would get to go take a trip, and they it was like an award and, and a, you know, some kind of – I don't know if it was a, kind of a dubious distinction, but I think they had a lot of fun with it. Um, but it, can can you recall any other, um, any other Mr. Irrelevant having this much of an impact this quickly?
I think we lost. Goose, you still there? Goose Goslin. I think we lost Goose. It is the, uh, it is, the, well, that's sad. That's a sad, I wanted to say goodbye to Goose. It's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and the legendary Goose Goslin. He was there, and then he was not there anymore. But uh, always fun catching up with uh, with Goose, and uh, did it so well for many many years. And in fact, uh, Jerry Jones, I can recall after drafts, they'd have their rookie camp, and Jerry would be out there kind of looking for Goose because he wanted to talk to him about the grade he had given him and all of that kind of thing. So everybody wanted Goose's ear, and Goose talked to teams all across the NFL. So. His draft coverage was unparalleled, and it was uh, tremendous over the years. All right, we've got some Campus Confidential. What do we have happening today? Uh-oh, we have a firing on one big-time college football program. We'll discuss it next. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show Thursday, February 2nd and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Sparkle into the new year with DMRA Fine Jewelers. Now through January 31st, take up to 60% off during the DMRA January clearance event and save big on pieces from your favorite brands. New year, new jewelry at the DMRA Fine Jewelers January clearance event. Shop and save now at DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. 
You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-Delicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815. Franklin Avenue in Waco, La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Get up to $2,500 in total values and 1.9% for 72 months on all new 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limiteds. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Deals are available across our entire inventory. Remember, if you don't see what you want, we can build your custom dream vehicle today. The Start Something New sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Leitch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor adds another quarterback to the room in the transfer of NAU QB RJ Martinez. Martinez, a dual threat quarterback, started seven games for the Lumberjacks as a true freshman and was named Big Sky Freshman of the Year. Baylor tight end Ben Sims has been added to the NFL Players Association All Star game set for January 28th at the Rose Bowl. NFL divisional round starts tomorrow with the Jacksonville Jaguars at Kansas City and the New York Football. Giants at the Eagles on Sunday, Cincinnati at Buffalo, and ending with the Cowboys at San Francisco. 49ers are three and a half point favorites over the Cowboys. Kickoff at 5:30, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor Bears continue their road trip at Norman tomorrow versus the Sooners. Three o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley? And it's time for something we call Campus Confidential. I mean, this is a uh, this is quite a day with uh, the the Pro Football Hall of Fame writer Rick Goose Goslin. We got Pat Nunley coming up. At the top of the hour, 5 o'clock, and then about 525, big-time writer, covers the Giants for NFL Nation, ESPN.com. That is Jordan Ronan. That'll be good. That'll be about 525, and the Giants and the Eagles get it on. That is going to be so cool. And uh, that's tomorrow night. 
But, Aaron, what do you have in store for us today? There's a lot of, a lot of college news floating by. Aaron, I didn't want you to be troubled. I was a little worried about you when the window to the portal closed. I thought, <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's Aaron's favorite thing in the world, the portal. But there's, there's other things floating around, Aaron. Yeah, and we'll still see probably in the next week or so some people who got in the portal before it closed who still haven't selected schools. But the uh, top stories today involve the Michigan football program. The University of Michigan announced it has fired co-offensive coordinator Matt Weiss, who is under investigation by university police for, quote, a report of computer access crimes at the school's football facility. We talked about this yesterday. They've been very big about all of this. In a statement, the athletic director, Ward Manuel, said the termination came after a, a review of university policies. The statement added that the school would not comment any further. Weiss has been at Michigan for one season with the school and has, has been the co-coordinator of the offense at Michigan for one season. He's been there for two years, both of which the Wolverines made the CFP. Can you imagine the weirdness of, like, losing your career over some kind of weird – I mean, now, he's got an attorney, and we may find out more about this, but what I'm wondering is, are we going to look at this story when it unfolds and think, eh, you know, he, he shouldn't have done that, but not the biggest thing in the world, or will this be something that really grabs our attention? Like, whoa, he was in there trying to – change something up or or change some dollar amount i mean like i don't i don't even understand what you could do i mean aaron there's a lot of things i could get in trouble for in life i guess but one of them will never be like cyber crime because i can barely get into my own emails <laughs> i think like i can't i can't hack into other people's stuff there's just no way like you know they say uh, you're supposed to check your kids snap chat instagram and all these things you and, can't do that oh i got no clue like to this day i don't know the code to get into my daughter's phone i mean there have been occasions i'm kind of like oh to check on some things and i don't know how to do it and I, i'm sure she would prefer that i go on not knowing how to do it oh man not that she's got anything on there but anyway yeah that's what parents do we got to Kind of pry around, make sure everybody's doing things right. Aaron, think about that. When we were in school, I mean, we didn't have any cell phones. We didn't have anything. I think I finally started driving to Baylor with, like, my dad's plug-in phone occasionally. Like a big old huge kind of thing. That One of was, the big yeah, sack phones? Yeah, yeah, big sack <laughs> phone. And, boy, that was kind of cool oh, if oh, I could drive that thing petty. around. Yeah. You were you were styling if you had one of those. I would say those were like Motorola made a lot of those. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was a Motorola-type type item. And I'd make some calls, you know, hey, hey, I'm on the phone while I'm driving. Like, that was a huge deal. Think about that. <laughs> like, whoa, I'm driving down the road. I got my phone to the deal. And it had like a, a real phone-type wire to it. And then um, I would say... Toward the end of my time at Baylor, early after that, you started seeing the flip phones started coming in late 90s, mid to late 90s. You started seeing more uh, cell phones. And, the, and the, the one I remember, I think Ericsson made it. Ericsson made a pretty good flip phone. 
And I feel like I somehow I always think of Motorola being involved in all my phones. <laughs> my- and then I and then I had a company phone. You know, and you and boy, I had buddies who'd get in trouble because they would go over their allotted minutes and you're, <laughs> you're on their company phones and then you had to figure out how to cover up for that. And I didn't have that happen to me. Now I did one time, Aaron. I, I on the Baylor uh, basketball scandal of two thousand three, I got sent down to cover that story, and I was doing all my research. I was at Dallas Morning News, and I was at one of those hotels. But it was, I, I eventually moved to the Courtyard Marriott. But before that, I was at like the, it wasn't the Worthington. It, it wasn't that nice. It was called something that sounded like that. And Aaron, I was making because of course I didn't bring my charger, so my little cell phone two thousand three was not. Working. I didn't have any juice. I didn't have time to go buy a charger. So I was making all my calls from the hotel phone. I was making a ton of like calls. And I was even talking to Carlton Dotson's, you know, the, the guy who obviously ended up uh, murdering his teammate. I was talking to his uncle uh, in Maryland. And so making all these out-of-state calls. And I got ready to check out. Aaron, I probably was only there two nights before I went to a nicer hotel. I think it was called the Lexington. It might have been the Lexington. Anybody remember that over right across from uh, where the uh, where the stadium is now? Anyway, Aaron, I uh, I, I get back to and at some point the phone bill hits, and, or no, no, I was checking out of that hotel, and and you know you get your bill and all. It was over two thousand dollars of phone calls. Ooh, I bet there were some happy people in the Mosley household. Am I right? <laughs> no, I mean, this was, this was, I had to, t- I turned it into the morning news. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I was making phone calls. Right. And yeah, and, and, you know, fortunately, I did a pretty good job on that story. And the, the, the executive editor of the morning news said, don't worry about it. We got it. We got it. <laughs> but I thought I was going to get fired over that. Just making thousands of dollars worth of phone calls from a dadgum hotel phone. You know how expensive those things are? Long-distance calls from my room because I didn't have time or didn't take the time to go get a charger. Just ridiculous behavior. By the way, you do do realize that pretty much the last two generations pretty much don't realize what a long-distance phone call is. I just thought about that. They, because of cell phones, they would have no idea. It doesn't matter where you're calling. There's no extra charge. You, and you have to put everyone's oh, area code in. We're old. <laughs> yeah. And the other one, I was studying abroad, the Baylor and the British Isles. And I was, you know, just wanting to catch up with my parents on occasion. Probably was talking to mom more than just every few days. It might have been kind of a daily just check it in with my mom and dad. That the that overseas charges on on calls back then were insane. I mean that 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 easily probably got over two or three thousand dollars while I was over studying abroad. But now you just pay a little international fee when you leave the country and, and for a week, I mean, you know, whatever you pay, like thirty bucks or something, and, and all your calls fall under that. And so all of it's basically free. All right, Aaron. I'm glad we had that trip down memory lane. <laughs> but yeah, you were you were speculating on whether it would be whether we would think ah that's not really a big deal or be like wow. Yeah, kind of yeah. leaning towards wow, considering 
it was less than 24 hours between when he was placed on, or about 24 hours between when he was placed on leave and when he was fired. That's that's pretty quick. And they're saying, obviously, that he was fired for cause. We've had a lot of stories about NIL and uh, the huge amounts that some players are receiving. This is uh, one of the uh, more eye-popping ones. Jaden Rashad, Rashada, a top quarterback prospect in the 2023 class, has been released from his national letter of intent by Florida and is now free to sign with another team, according to NF- ESPN. Rashada, who was the highest-rated signee in the Gators' 2023 class in December, asked for his release after a reported $13 million NIL package fell through. State law prohibits universities in Florida from providing or arranging NIL compensation deals are therefore made through third parties known, yeah, obviously, yeah. as collectives. 13, I mean, 13 first million. Of all, that's just the silliness of that. And he's like, the, like a recruit, I don't care how big time a recruit you are, to commit $13 million to a, to a 17 or 18 year old kid coming out of high school. I mean, the foolishness of it and, and just the the gluttony of it. I mean, it's just kind of – it's almost – I mean, it's just kind of embarrassing. Uh, I mean, and, you, and some people be like, well, that shows their commitment. No, it shows just how idiotic people are. I mean, I wish Baylor were doing more probably in the NIL space, and I think it's kind of taken them some time to get going. But you don't want them to – do stuff like this, just do idiotic stuff, commit $13 million to one player. I mean, that the, the stupidity that's involved in that is just crazy. I would almost rather them err on the side that they did and go, you know what, we're going to figure out all the rules and see where all this is headed, and then we're going to kind of get our group together. And then, of course, all those guys on the advisory board are big-time multimillionaires. Well, and I know. Wish I, I wish I'd known Jeremy was. He, I mean, all those trips we took down to Waco together, I would have had him buy more meals. I don't remember him springing for dinner. He's like gave, he gave like fifteen million to Baylor. He, he wouldn't even buy my meal at Infuego. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's a generous guy. You, I know uh, recruiting rankings are subjective, but. Rashada is not even a top 10 prospect in, in any of the rankings on 3, 2, 4, 7, ESPN, Sports Illustrated. He's in the 20s, and uh, they were offering him $13 million over. It would have been paid over four years, obviously, if he was as good as everyone thinks he may be. He wouldn't be there four years, but he is now released from his letter of intent. The longest home winning streak in NCAA Division One and the eighth longest in NCAA Division I basketball history is now history. Number six, Gonzaga lost last night 68-67 to to Loyola Marymount. It, it, <laughs> it ended their 76-game home winning streak last night. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. I mean, they should have gotten beat the other night. You remember they, they were playing BYU and were down for the count, and they somehow came back and won that game. And LMU, wait, good for you. 
I love those guys. I mean, that's when Paul Westhead was the coach there. They had uh, all the late great Hank Gathers. And then Bo, you remember Bo was on that team. He was unbelievable. They had the, the guy, uh, Jeff Bird. They had some guy that hit a bunch of threes. That was a fun team. Loyola Marymount. I don't know if they've done anything since. But that one year after Hank Gathers died, that one season, that was one of the most remarkable runs in the NCAA tournament we'll ever see. Love that team back then. What was Bo's last name? Ended up playing in the NBA for a little bit. And he would shoot his free throws. Starts with an left, H, doesn't it? Left-handed to honor his fallen teammate, Hank Gathers, who, by the way, uh, died from a uh, cardiomy- uh, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, HCM. And, uh, of course, that was before they had all these great AEDs and things that you can run out there and save people with. Bo Kimball, he was a scoring uh, machine. Oh, man. He was so good. Who's that other guy? Who's the three-point shooter on that team? You know what I'm talking about? That white guy that would come down and, and uh, I mean, just they they tried to shoot a million threes and they and they and they they only took about five seconds per possession. That was a fun team to watch. All right, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Sexton alongside as always. Let's check in with uh, Baylor basketball, Baylor men's basketball analyst, none other than Pat Nunley. We'll do it next. Hey everyone, with the Cowboys Playoff Report, I'm Christy Scales. Sunday's division round playoff game at the 49ers features Dak Prescott going against the NFL's best defense. He gives you a scouting report right after this. Texas for the first time ever. Don't miss Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. In Sunday's Cowboys 49ers divisional round game, quarterback Dak Prescott goes against the NFL's best defense, which allows the fewest points, the fewest yards, second fewest rushing yards, and has the highest turnover differential. Dak says it's no surprise the 49er defense, which features three first-team All-Pros, allows just 16 points per game. Obviously, starting off with uh, with Bosa and Armstead, just understanding uh, when those guys guys get pressured, allows uh, Warner to run and just um, the rest of those guys, and that, that's where there's defense starts. So we got to do a great job of, of blocking them first, allowing our guys to go make plays and getting our backs on the second level. The Cowboys offense averages just over 27 points per game, so something's got to give Sunday afternoon when these two teams kick off at 530 Central. Enjoy the game, everyone. That's today's Cowboys playoff report. I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team. ESPN Central Texas. 
Maya Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. and Cowboys, Texas's own Cody Jinks, the baddest independent country artist on the planet. Saturday, March 11th, Extra Co. Event Center. Special guests, Josh Malloy and Aaron Viancourt. Tickets on sale now at ExtraCoEventCenter.com and CodyJinks.com. Saturday, March 11th, it's time to get loud and heavy with Cody Jinks. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. Hello, everyone. Brian Reese here, General Manager Harley-Davidson of Waco. I'd like to thank all of our loyal customers for an incredible 2022 and wish all of our ESPN Central Texas audience a very happy 2023. To say thank you, I'd like to invite you to come into my store, mention the ESPN Central Texas advertisement, and I will hook you up with an incredible opportunity on any brand new 2022 harley Davidson motorcycle in stock. Again, ask for Brian Reese and I will get your knees in the breeze. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. At Glass Doctor, our trained specialists are experts at fixing foggy and cracked glass, leaving any residential window looking like new without replacing the entire window. Bring back the view of any window with Glass Doctor. Visit glassdoctor.com to request a free estimate on repairing your foggy or cracked windows. 
Let Glass Doctor bring back your view. Call the Glass Doctor, we'll fix your paint. Oh, yeah. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Up. Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Pat Nunley now joining us. Oh, man, he's a jet setter. He's always going somewhere. And it's fun to have uh, Pat on the, the show. Pat, hope you're having a, a great afternoon. And I know you're excited about uh, getting to Norman to see what's uh, what's going on there. I am. We're just wrapping up a productive week and uh, turning our attention to the Sooners tomorrow and Hopefully the Bears can continue um, this little win streak that they're on. They needed one, and they've gotten it. They're winning games you're supposed to win. They've won a couple, um, uh, one Texas Tech on the road, West Virginia on the road. So things are absolutely trending up for Baylor basketball. Boy, it's been a long time, Pat, since you saw a start like that one to to conference, mm-hmm. and you knew they were going to at some point dig in there. But, boy, 0-3 is a tough hole in any conference, especially this conference. And uh, I think that well, that win against West Virginia, again, it doesn't matter how many wins these other teams have. Those are extremely tough places to play, as TCU found out the other night at West Virginia. So getting that win, I, I think we'll look back, Pat, and think of that as a very pivotal point in the season because now, of course, everything is stabilized. They're ranked again. People are feeling good about things. But uh, you go 0-4, that's a scary proposition. It is. And, and really, Matt, to lose three in a row in the league is, is not fatal. I mean, um, and it's not completely unexpected. To lose two at home back-to-back was so disappointing. Now, TCU and K-State were both on a big-time roll and, and I'm not sure anybody in the league was going to beat them the night that Baylor played them, and, and Baylor had a good chance to beat both of them. So losing three in a row, not the end of the world. you got to get back on track, though. I mean, this is a team that uh, was, was predicted to win the league. You know, I don't know whether I was in complete agreement with that, just because there's so much unknown, not just with Baylor, but with everybody across the league before the season started. But if, if they want to start separating and making a move to the upper echelon of the league, the game against Oklahoma is the kind of game they really have to win. And then they've got a big chance uh, against Mon- uh, on Monday night against Kansas. And absolutely, you don't look past Oklahoma to that. But the road is there. I mean, I saw something, Matthew, the other day that was really interesting. The, the 10 toughest schedules in the country – over the remaining course of the season, regular season, are held by the 10 teams in the Big 12. That just gives you an idea how crazy good this league is. Last five years, statistically proven, the best conference in the country. And this year, no exception to that. In fact, I, I, you know, I think that top to bottom, every team in the league 
this is the best the league has ever been, at least from where I sit. Pat Nunley joining the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Part of this is Keontae George has just gone on a roll. And what's interesting is a lot of it's happening on the road, and he seems very comfortable in hostile environments. A great sign uh, for him because we're probably only going to get one crack at uh, one go through with him. But the, it almost seems to calm him or something. He likes doing it in these opposing gyms. Pat, put this thing in perspective for me. I I was trying to think of any freshman that could compare to this guy's skill level over the years uh, at, at Baylor. And Jared had a good freshman year. He did have 31 on the road in a loss to Kansas. Uh, he was good. I mean, Jared Butler was really good as a freshman. He, t- to me, he's nothing like this. Uh, this this level of scoring, and of course, the guy you played with, uh, Terry Teagle, was good mm-hmm. early. But mm-hmm. but this kind of level uh, and this kind of maturity to his game already, I mean, it, it almost doesn't seem like there's anybody to compare him to, Pat. No, and Matt, you made a really good point. And, and you used the word comfortable. He is incredibly comfortable and confident for a true freshman. You know, when he gets on the floor, whether this is the case or not, he feels like he is the best player on the floor. He doesn't care whoever, uh, who else is out there. And for a true freshman to have that kind of confidence is really unexpected and, and exciting, I think. And it's not arrogance. It's just confidence. There's a swagger about him. And I, and I say that as positively as I possibly can. He mm-hmm. just wants to play. And he is incredibly comfortable and confident. He looks forward to the competition, and he's been great. You know, in conference play, Matt, he leads the league in scoring. There are five different players in the league in conference play that are averaging over 20 a game. He is the leader right now, and that's unheard of. And he's not just scoring. He's, he's taken more free throw attempts than anybody else in the league as a true freshman. He rebounds the ball. He is a willing passer. He's happy to share it. He's a good teammate. So he has been everything that people hoped he would be, plus uh, he's been better than expected for all those reasons I just talked about. Now, what do you think needs to happen from this bench? I mean, you can't just have all uh, – these three guards are unbelievable, but they will need more scoring punch. I do think Bridges has given the them something in these last three games, and I think that's very important. I think Bridges needs to be okay – if his three isn't falling, which it hasn't been a whole lot, it's better lately. But I think he's shown here recently that he can go do other things, even when it's not scoring. And and I think maybe early he got in his mind, oh, I've come to Baylor and I got to prove and I got to space the floor and I got to hit these threes. And he may have been pressing a little bit. Did you see any of that? And are you seeing him trend in the right direction? Uh, yes and yes. I mean, I think that his – Coming in, he was billed as a guy that could really make threes. He shot 42% from the three-point line at West Virginia, was a member of the All-Big 12 freshman team uh, as a freshman at West Virginia. But there are plenty of – I mean, Baylor has enough firepower to make threes from other spots. It's helpful for him to make a few, and and he's done that recently. But, I mean, he doesn't have to be, I don't believe, a 42% three-point shooter. What he's been able to do otherwise – 
has been over the last three or four games, Matt, really off the charts good. He does so many things that would fall into the category of hustle plays. He gets loose balls. He gets deflections. Uh, he gets 50-50 balls. He's a really good rebounder. Uh, he's a good passer. He's willing to take charges. So he's coming on, and I think he is now in conference play, turned into the kind of player he they hoped he would be. And I think he's making enough threes. It would be nice if he'd made a, make a few more. But I don't think they're relying on him to make those. And, and as far as uh, where the Bears are trending, they're trending up, I do believe. Mm-hmm. I, I thought against Oklahoma State, that was the best defensive game they had played in conference. I thought the Gonzaga game was the best defensive effort they've had this season. But in this league, and I'm banging this drum constantly, you've got to get stops. You've got to get key stops. And you've got to make it difficult for the other team to score. And you could tell against Oklahoma State, they never got into a rhythm. And, and the final score for them, as I recall, was in the 60s. And that's really where you want to be. And that is hard to do in this league. So that's a big step. And I, I don't think it's just style of play. Well, Oklahoma State's going to be a little more deliberate. I think mm-hmm. it was maybe a combination of that and the ability to really defend. And with the, the depth that this team has, they can do that. And I think they're start, we're starting to see that. They're not as old as people think they are. You look at Adam Flagler, who's been here forever. Flo has been here forever. Yeah. Uh, Bridges is new. Um, Keontae George is new. Josh uh, Ojanwana is new, and, and he's a key player. He really is. Dale Bonner's still a young guy. So they, they've got learning to do, and I think they have learned, and they're better for it. Ojanwana, I was just watching on social media him on a finish, and as a, as a rim runner, he's got some unbelievable potential, and I think he's going to develop. He, he's already shown he's got some touch. Like he, It's not just always he can post up and do some of those things. There's another guy, Pat, at some point he's going to start scoring a little more because he's just got too much skill and too much athleticism not to. Now, I don't know if they're going to run that many plays for him, but, boy, that little slip screen – or, or when he flashes to the hoop, he and Keontae, that's, that was a thing of beauty the other night. It was. And people have to keep in mind, he hasn't been playing the game very long. He's not a seasoned, experienced, mature player, but he's got all of the tools. And when he gets some of that wisdom around him from just having played, he's going to be lights out. I mean, he is 6'10", he's 235, he can really run. He's got good hands, he's got really good feet. And he's a 68% free throw shooter. So he is skilled. And for a guy that hasn't been playing very long, to be able to, to make free throws at that rate is pretty impressive. So they've accelerated him. They've played him a lot. He and Thamba recently have played that low post position by committee. So they're relying on him. And they know they've got to accelerate his growth, and they've done that. But he is, he's exciting to watch. And he gets a little better every game. And to your point, Matt, when he becomes a threat to score, that's a nice wrinkle to this team. Because when you've got to be honest with him and really guard him in the low post when he catches it there, uh, that's going to keep defenses a lot more honest than they've been. Yeah, and we've seen glimpses of Langston. 
you know, having the old explosion and that kind of thing. And boy, if we could get that on a consistent basis, that's a whole nother. Uh, that's a whole nother thing. Now, by the way, Pat, do you watch uh, all these NFL games? Obviously, you'll be busy Saturday afternoon calling this game. But what what was your rooting interest growing up, uh, NFL wise? Oh, it was Cowboys with a capital C all the time. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, hey, Matt, I'm a Roger Staubach guy. I mean, actually, mm. I'm a Don Meredith guy. I mean, that's how long I've been following the Dallas Cowboys. So I'm, oh, I'm a big Cowboy guy, and I watch them play. That's that's really who I follow in the NFL. I like watching it. I want to see Jalen Petrie play, guys that I really have an interest in. But mm-hmm. no, I'm 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 wearing the star. I'm a big cowboy guy for sure. All right, so, so you app- yeah, the 49ers Cowboys rivalry. You appreciate that as it goes back into the Dwight 80s Clark. throughout the 90s. That's right. The Dwight Clark catch in the end zone. It still makes my stomach hurt. I remember it vividly. You were in college, I guess, right? Yeah, when that would happen, well, 1981. Yeah, just out, Jed. Just finished. Yep. And, okay. And those were the days. Yeah. Yeah. We would watch some of those games when I got there. They were in the 90s Super Bowls. And we would, uh, mm-hmm. I remember with my fraternity brothers at Papa Rolas out there on yeah. uh, Valley, Valley Mills gathering uh, gathering to watch uh, Aikman and the guys go, uh, go win one. Well, uh, Pat, I've been uh, really wanting to catch up with you. Glad we did this. I really appreciate it. And uh, have a great call tomorrow, you and John. And uh, let's let's get a win. It's a whiteout, by the way. So you and John, uh, well, you don't want to fit in with the Oklahoma people. But Monday night we're having our own whiteout. Apparently everybody's doing this. So uh, I I don't know any. Yeah. I I have you. I don't remember when y'all were playing. By the way, if uh, if fans were so obsessed in like what colors we wear, <laughs> even in football yeah, yeah. this year, we were everybody was desperate to have a blackout. It's like, can we just show yeah. up and watch a game? My gosh. <laughs> yeah, the the only prerequisite back in my day, Matt, for somebody to come to the game was you got to have a pulse. You got a pulse, you come in. You make, you can make fog on a mirror, you come to the game. We don't care what color you're wearing, but it's great and and it's tough to win <laughs> on the road. I mean, I don't I don't care where you're playing. It's like uh, the home crowd can be a six man yeah. game. I think tomorrow will be the case, and I'm hoping uh, and I'm confident that Monday night when the Jayhawks come to town, it's going to be a difficult place for them to play. Yeah, I think we got the the the, uh, the rush is already finished for the uh, women. That's already done. So we get we get all the Pi-Fi's and the Kappa's and the Tridels, get them out to the game, the Kyos. It'll be a good look Monday. And then, of course, all the, uh, the Fiji's. I think my crew's back on campus. We'll be uh, well represented, and your SAEs will probably—I don't know—I I think they're in good stead, so they'll be—they'll be there as well. Pat, always fun. <laughs> my pleasure, Matt. Always, All right, always great to catch up with you. We'll talk again soon. That sounds great. There he goes, Pat Nunley, uh, one of the great former Baylor players. He and Terry Teagle, late '70s, early '80s, they got it done, and for Coach Howler. And uh, just an incredible guy, and and uh, great, uh, great does a great job on the on the radio. He and he and John Morris have been doing it together for a lot of years. All right, it is uh, time to talk some NFL football and a Giants beat writer. Jordan Ronon joins us next. It's. 
It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody is covering check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, heading into a busy weekend in the spring here in Baylor Athletics. We'll give you the rundown on all the activities coming up on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Shop the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big during the Big Finish Sales event on new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star trucks with total values of up to $7,250 and no payments for 90 days. First responders get $500 in bonus cash. Come see why Ram continues to win awards every year. If we don't have what you want in stock, we'll custom build the truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in for some of the best deals of the year on Ram trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. The newly remodeled Baylor Bookstore on campus is your go-to location for the absolute latest in Baylor Nike gear. Shop in person on campus at Bruce's Locker Room at the stadium or online at BaylorShop.com. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. It is a relatively busy weekend here in the spring. Of course, men's and women's basketball still going, but tennis and track and field getting going as well. Today, Baylor men's tennis takes on William and Mary on the road. That is a lead-in to a matchup with defending national champion and top-ranked Virginia coming up on Sunday. Both matches for Michael Woodson and Baylor men's tennis on the road. Tomorrow, Baylor track and field runs at the Martin Luther King Invitational all day in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Women's tennis, a couple of matches at home versus Houston and UT Rio Grande Valley and Baylor men's basketball on the road in Norman to take on the Oklahoma Sooners tomorrow. We're on the air at two 30 tip off at three here on ESPN central Texas television tomorrow on ESPN two as the bears look for their fourth consecutive win in big 12 play. Sunday, Baylor women's basketball back in action, hosting 25th-ranked Texas in the Farrell Center. On the air at 3.30, tip-off at 4 Sunday for Baylor women's basketball versus Texas. Television Sunday on ESPN2. And a peek ahead to Monday as well, Baylor women's tennis. Couple of home matches on Monday, hosting Rice and DePaul. Baylor men's basketball back in action Monday, Big Monday in the Big 12, hosting the Kansas Jayhawks in a whiteout at the Farrell Center. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Have a great and safe weekend. Talk to you tomorrow from Norman and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas.
Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person -person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel & Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com listen to the matt mosley show online at syntechsportsfan.com if your vendor does not value your feedback you're with the wrong one at ubo business services we are serious about being in the service business we send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. La Fiesta, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. You can order any of the delish Tex-Mex food online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. From the La Fiesta family to yours, have a happy new year. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor adds another quarterback to the room in the transfer of NAU QB RJ Martinez. Martinez, a dual threat quarterback, started seven games for the Lumberjacks as a true freshman and was named Big Sky Freshman of the Year. Baylor tight end Ben Sims has been added to the NFL Players Association All Star Game set for January 28th at the Rose Bowl. NFL divisional round starts tomorrow with the Jacksonville Jaguars at Kansas City and the New York Football Giants at the Eagles. On Sunday, Cincinnati at Buffalo 
Buffalo and ending with the Cowboys at San Francisco. 49ers are three and a half point favorites over the Cowboys. Kickoff at 5.30 and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor Bears continue their road trip at Norman tomorrow versus the Sooners. Three o'clock tip and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. That's Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, rolling on a Friday, getting you ready for NFL football tomorrow. Of course, Cowboys on Sunday. Jordan Ronan, great to have you from uh, NFL Nation, covers uh, at ESPN. I've seen some of these TV reports. I like your attitude. <laughs> I, I, like, uh, I like some of the stuff I'm seeing on Twitter. I mean, unlike some of these reporters who kind of, oh, I can't, you know, I can't throw out an opinion. I, I, you bring a little talk radio to Twitter, and I like that. I've Why always not? loved. Why I not? love the. That's right. The, that's Matt. You throw you throw the grenade, and then you walk away. You know, it's like the uh, Frank Drebin uh, meme. You know, from uh, Naked Gun, you just like the the fire is right behind you. you. Just throw it, and you go, and you walk away. Whoa, nice Drebin. Yeah, yeah, I could. You got me thinking of all kinds of references. Unfortunately, the couple that couple that come to mind, I can't really get into. Uh, this is going to be first. There's nothing to see here. It's like a dead body of an outline chalk outline on the on the pavement. Man, you're younger than I am. You were really young when that came out. I'm trying to think how I was. Just remember snickering. Yeah, I must have been in was. high school. You were probably in junior high or something, but my gosh. Maybe. Th- maybe. That was funny. Uh, Naked Gun, obviously, the uh, movie. I, this is going to be a fun matchup. Uh, Eagles yeah, and Giants. And I, I like kind of the, the, the response. I think Saquon even immediately when he found out the matchup was just, just kind of threw something out. You know, Philadelphia. And, and even, Dan, you know. I, the quarterback, DJ, they call him there, Dan, Daniel Jones, it's it's like he – I was watching an interview, and he kind of bring he has some Eli vibes, doesn't he? He's, he's oh, not, a lot of Eli vibes. <laughs> he is. He is mini Eli for sure. Oh, yeah. It's funny to watch him. He really is. And, and watch him interact. Although, what he did last week, that's un-Eli-like. Eli could move around a little bit in the pocket, but my no, goodness, like he can't r- get out in the open field and run like this guy. Uh, but you seem to think, Matt, Matt yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a, he, he's in the same range running wise this season as Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. So I know people wow. don't view it that way. I mean, that's really what he is. He's, he's fifth in quarterback rushing, but he's like within like 50 yards of those two guys, Jalen Hurts. And Josh Allen, like that's how that's how well he runs the football. That's how big a weapon it is. And uh, I don't think people really fully comprehend how much how big a part of his game that has become under Brian Dayball this season. And he's 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 elusive. I mean, those guys, you know, who you just described, Josh Allen. I'm thinking of him, and he can run, but he's got a yeah, lumbering run, run about him. Yeah, he's a he's more of like a Roethlisberger type runner. Uh, where 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 Daniel will run around you a little bit and 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 it, this is uh, you'd be surprised, Matt. I played golf with him one time. Uh-huh. He's huge. I mean, I hit the ball pretty far. I hit the ball like two eighty, two ninety, and I look like I wasn't even hitting the ball compared to him. I mean, he's six five, two twenty. You know, easy. 
easy 225. Like, he's a big guy. I mean, he was hitting the ball like 330. He was just pounding it. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's huge. He's just absolutely pulverizing the ball. He's a big dude. I don't think you realize, like, he doesn't exactly run the same way as Josh Allen. He's almost close to the same size. I really don't think people recognize that about him. Yeah, maybe it's because of like that quiet kind of personality, all shucks. I mean, y'all are asking him about, what do you think about that crowd? What's it going to be like? And he's like, well, it's a divisional game. I mean, we've played them before. <laughs> but they have not yeah, had yeah, yeah, a lot. This is the public perception that he gives off. Yet the other day, the last practice of the Giants week, right? Daniel uh-huh. Jones is breaking down, breaking down the team. And what does he do before the, the, you know, they go out on the field before practice? He breaks them down by doing the gritty, okay? <laughs> Daniel Jones did the gritty. The team went nuts, and they went out on the field and practiced. Uh, he's got more to him than you see, but publicly, yeah, he does have that oh, shucks, Eli, but trust me, there's a lot more to Daniel Jones than that, and you've heard it from guys before. I think it was his first career game. He went down in the game when he scored in Tampa Bay, and he said, you know, let's effing go in the huddle. Like, that's there's more to him. Tell yeah. Him. A little something to him. I like that. Jordan Ronan joining us from ESPN. You see him on TV. You read him. I mean, I know you still write, but you love that TV because you always were a great dresser. But the minute they started putting you on the network, you know, TV, boy, the dre- the, those, those uh, coats, the suits went up to a different level. I mean, you've surpassed you know, even Ed Werder in that area, I think. Don't tell Ed I said that. <laughs> my buddy, Mike Garofolo at the NFL Network, used to cover the Giants. So we went out to dinner with him once, and his wife and my wife was there as well. And I remember it's something that sticks in my head. And she said, you know, dressing nice is something that really creates a common bond with the players. And I was like, oh, really? Okay. And I'm telling you, it does. It works. It's a it's a big thing. So that that is a lot. There's more behind it. You know, there's always. There's always a, a a reason for it, right? It's not just to, to look good. There, there's a there's a benefit to it. I'm trying to think of what Garofolo used to dress like, and I, I was a big fan of Mike as well. But Mike sort of brought the uh, the dress shirt with the slacks. Yeah, I can't remember. Did he put the tie on? Yeah, he was a skinny tie guy, I believe. Oh, skinny. With well, one, he's always with one of those beret with one of those beret type hats. Uh huh. He was doing that New York Italian type beret hat. Yeah, and he was the one that ran off to live in like Hoboken or somewhere real bohemian like that before it was even. He was like, yeah, Yeah, that that does not shock (laughs) me uh, at all. Tell me about. Tell tell (laughs) he and Eli are over there. Boy, the Eli and and Peyton. I mean, they 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 have it figured out. Why do I want to commit to a full season of being broadcaster, even though there are millions obviously in in it? Uh, that that just kind of having fun and the split screen and having guests that is the way to go. And and boy, I think Peyton has been genius. They would pay him any amount to come and do games, <laughs> but he doesn't have, but he, he can just have fun and still make yeah. enormous money. So I think that's smart. Hey, tell me about Dayball. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm kind of fascinated what has happened 
with that organization in a hurry. And I saw you kind of joking like this this Gettleman, maybe people trying to look back and go, oh, maybe we should give him more credit. And you're like, no, nah, no, nah, we're not. We're going to maybe upgrade him from an F to a D minus, <laughs> I think, is your line on that. But now, yeah, did, did, Day, did Dayball just come in there and and just bring all sorts of credibility? Because think about some of those hires were embarrassing. I mean, just just yeah. ran, just random dudes that they brought in there that couldn't get it going, and and then Dayball, and you never know. You're like, because you're like, well, he's okay. He's been around Saban. He's been around these other people. How's this gonna go? But man, so it seems George like. Judge, by the way, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, that's George, true. George was around Belichick and Saban. That's where his career is built up. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, but but, but why no, do you? Why has it worked so well? You know, Matt. Honestly. The ultimate deodorant to everything is winning, and that's really what it's what it all comes down to. So, you know, he the message is kind of very similar to what Joe Judge preached, right? I mean, uh, worry about today. You know, the next game is the biggest game. It's so Belichickian and and Saban, like you know, Brian Dable gets up there at the podium after every game, and you know, how did Daniel Jones play? We asked him this week. He played good. He played he played pretty good. It's like, huh? What? I mean, we all just watched. He was basically perfect in that game, right, against Minnesota. And and he's good, very good. I mean, it's just – it's all by the playbook. But, you know, he's able to create these personal relationships with the players and earn their trust. And then once you do that and you start winning, right, they're like, oh, okay, we're winning. You know, what he's telling us is working. So let's – you know, we're, we'll completely buy into it. Whereas if – let's say Josh McDaniel, right, goes and he tries the same thing, and they start losing, everyone's like, he just thinks he's another Belichick. So I think the fact that he was able to win right away has been one of the most important things that happened to this team because they won week one in Tennessee, a dramatic game. They go for the two-point conversion uh, instead of kicking the extra point to tie late in the game. Like, that was a huge turning point for this organization, and I think it's really just sort of – Steams rolled from there, and uh, you know he's earned everybody's trust in the entire organization from the top down. And uh, now we're sitting here. And look, the X's and O's. He's great at the X's and O's. Him and Mike Kafka and Wink Martindale have done a tremendous job. I think going into every game, they pretty much have an advantage from that standpoint of extracting and maximizing the, the talent that they have on this roster. They're getting the most out of this roster that you can humanly possibly get, in my opinion. Boy, I love it, and and they'll try it on the, on defense. They're going to try to get after Jalen Hurts. I think I saw today they've sacked him seven times this season. Sometimes quarterbacks who move around a little bit will get sacked a bunch. It's not like you know Brady had that horrible game against the Cowboys, but the ball always comes out. He does not get sacked very much, even when he's behind a bad offensive line. A guy like Hurts used to be that way with Vic. They will get sacked a lot. What is the thought yep. process against Hertz and and when they've had success against him? What what's happening with that uh, with that pass rush? It seems like they're pretty good with some of their stunts, and it also seems like they've really used the blitz a lot uh, yeah. to to try to get home against Hertz. Well, no, forget the Hertz. No team has used the blitz more this season than the New York Giants in Week Martindale. Forty two percent. That's an NFL high. Like he's going to blitz. He's going to be aggressive. That's what he's going to do. Uh, he's, his his line is pressure uh, breaks pipes. 
Like that's his philosophy, and he is admittedly saying, "I'm not going to all of a sudden turn passes." Like that's not what this defense is. That's not what he is. Now, the fact that Jalen Hurts is banged up just adds to the Giants' willingness to want to test him in this game. Because I spoke to Jared Davis, who's starting a linebacker for the Giants. And what he said was, anytime a quarterback gets out and starts moving, your goal is you got to hit that guy, right? You want to hit that guy. That's like a free opportunity to get hits on the quarterback. And it doesn't matter whether the guy is hurt or not. But now Jalen Hurts has the shoulder injury on top of everything, right? Nobody really knows what is Jalen Hurts going to be in this game? What is he going to be in the playoffs? We don't really know, right? Yeah, maybe he played in week 18. But they didn't really want to run him. They didn't really want him taking hits. How is he going to hold up when he has to take some hits in the playoffs here? Nobody really knows the answer to that. So what some several Giants told me is we want to be as physical as possible with him. You know, and, and that makes sense because hey, if Jalen Hurts isn't a hundred percent, you know, you can I can easily see the Giants, you know, shocking people in this game, at least keeping it close and potentially winning in Philadelphia. Like that's a game changer if Jalen Hurts isn't the MVP caliber player that he was for most of this year. The Giants. Can you imagine the Giants in the NFC title game? Maybe come to Dallas. I mean, that is just such a fun yeah. scenario to imagine. It's not we, we'd out love of the question. I know. It's I know. Not, I, you know <sighs> they're both underdogs, but I mean, we've seen these kind of things before. A lot of a lot of people are saying, "Hey, it's 07 all over again. It's all seven oh seven all over again." I don't really yeah. see the the, ro- the roster being 07. There was no like Michael Strahan's there, uh, you know, and like guys like Amani Toomer. Like you know, this isn't the, um, uh, Antonio Pierce. Like that Giants team was a little different, but they're sitting here right now. We're in mid-January, Matt. And the Giants are still playing. Yeah, man, the Giants can remember going to NFC title games and winning Super Bowls, though. The Cowboys can't. The Cowboys, there are whole (laughs) generations of people who have zero memory of that because it certainly didn't happen. It's funny you say that. It's funny you say that because for the Giants fans, so I came in 2013. I wasn't here for either of the Super Bowls. Anytime that it comes back to, like, they're 0-2 to start the season. Well, they were 0-2 and 0-7. Like, that's just the, the gag reflex is always to go back to those years, and at least they had that. And But it's been like that now for a decade. And you're like, well, they did it in 7 They did it in 11. You're always like, okay, this team is not 7. This is not 11. Uh, but this is, to be fair, the closest they've come to it. Romo. Romo was at 7 Man, you know. And then one yeah, of those years in there. Me. That was Canty's first, Chris Canty's first playoff game. He was oh, telling me, he's wow. like, yeah, that was my first playoff game. I remember that one. <laughs> that was uh, yeah. that was something. That, that was something. It may have been the infamous Cabo game where they had, gone, was, they had taken a little was. trip to Cabo, and, boy, that did not go <laughs> over well. And then one of those years, uh, he, he infamously said, well, if this is the worst thing that ever happens to me, I'm going to have a pretty good life after the, after the <laughs> Eagles put one on the Cowboys. And Tony learned really quickly what not to say. Was he with Jessica Simpson at the time? This might have been even post-Jessica. This could have been like, <laughs> no, I don't know. Carrie Underwood was in there somewhere, and then Jessica, 
Yeah, very interesting how all that. But, boy, he learned the hard way. Don't try to provide perspective after a bad loss like that to Philly, especially of all people. They just got it handed to him <laughs> by Philly, and he's in there trying to offer perspective. Well, this is the worst thing that ever happens to me. It's like, no, Tony, you can't. You cannot do that. Well, listen, how are you going to um, – what are you, you going to do? Are you going to take the train – you got, uh, how, what's well, your, I uh, in, I live in central New Jersey. So like, you know, Jersey shore, like where yeah. you the television show, Jersey shore. I'm like, yeah, down here yeah. there. so I'm like an hour from Philly. I mean, this is an easy little commute. I'm going to be all right. Day, day, day there, get home by, you know, late, late tomorrow night. And we'll see if I have to book a trip to San Francisco or Dallas. I'm actually going to, you know what, just in case book my hotel to Dallas and San Francisco tonight. You know, you never know. We could, we could be uh, meeting up next weekend and having a, a more NFC East matchup with the uh, Giants and the Cowboys. I mean, three of the four teams from the NFC East this year. How about that? Wouldn't have well, thought that at the beginning of the season. My reporter buddies used to stay right here at my house, so it's always an option <laughs> for you, okay? Uh, Jordan, All safe right, travels. I'll, I'll have remember a, that. Yeah, have a great game tomorrow night, and uh, great having you on. Really enjoyed it. Hey, Matt, thanks for having me, man. We'll catch up soon. Good okay, talk. Sounds, you bet. You bet. There he goes. Jordan Ronan, one of the many guys up there in the uh, Giants land, Eagles land, became great friends with a lot of those guys uh, while I was covering the Cowboys, traveling around, and a uh, great guy and does a great job for ESPN on that beat. All right, it's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We wrap things up in the dismount next. Your home for Baylor men's and women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hello everyone, Brian Reese here, General Manager Harley-Davidson of Waco. I'd like to thank all of our loyal customers for an incredible 2022 and wish all of our ESPN Central Texas audience a very happy 2023. To say thank you, I'd like to invite you to come into my store, mention the ESPN Central Texas advertisement, and I will hook you up with an incredible opportunity on any brand new 2022 Harley-Davidson motorcycle in stock. Again, ask for Brian Reese and I will get your knees in the breeze. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. 
Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info and help save a life with Carter Blood Care. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor adds another quarterback to the room in the transfer of NAU QB RJ Martinez. Martinez, a dual threat quarterback, started seven games for the Lumberjacks as a true freshman and was named Big Sky Freshman of the Year. Baylor tight end Ben Sims has been added to the NFL Players Association All Star Game set for January 28th at the Rose Bowl. NFL divisional round starts tomorrow with the Jacksonville Jaguars at Kansas City and the New York Football Giants at the Eagles. On Sunday, Cincinnati at Buffalo and ending with the Cowboys at San Francisco. 49ers are three-and-a-half-point favorites over the Cowboys. Kickoff at 5.30, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor Bears continue their road trip at Norman tomorrow versus the Sooners, 3 o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, it is uh, time for the Dismount, and let's get our predictions. Aaron hit some parlays. Really think he should have been playing the real Vegas parlays. He was doing some kind of – it was not illegal. It was very legal and uh, almost too legal, I feel like, and Aaron really could have – in fact, Aaron, probably if he had hit this parlay in Vegas, would not have been in today. Uh, but, uh, Aaron, I, I've got the Cowboys. It's just I can't in good conscience predict them to win because it would mean they would go to the NFC title. And the whole world would change. And it just it's almost too much. It's almost too much to imagine. So I'm going to take the team that is favored. And this is not even about the spread. I'm just going to, because whatever, it's three and a half, four. I'm going to say the San Francisco wins this game 28-21. Okay, good game, but uh, the uh, the 49ers take it. Aaron, what do you have for me? 24-23, 49ers. I think it's going to be a great game. And the Cowboys could win, but I think San Francisco is just a bit, little bit better team. 
All right, let us hear from you on the text line, 254-662-1660. Listen to the Bears tomorrow right here on our station, (laughs) 3 o'clock tip. All right, everybody, have a great night, and we will talk to you on Monday. Good night, everybody.